In this town, there is no off-season. The news never stops, and neither do we. It's always game day in Cleveland with Andy Baskin and Daryl Ryder. It's always game day in Cleveland. He's Daryl Ryder. I'm Andy Baskin. If you want to be a part of the show, you know how to do it. You hit us up on social media, uh, either on Instagram or Twitter, and you can do that at game day CLE. Sorry, as promised, Daryl, you were going to give us some of the nuggets that you thought we got out of today's press conference with new defensive coordinator Jim Schwartz. Yeah, and before we do that, I'll let you know that uh, mobile sports betting, finally legal here in the state of Ohio. BetQL here to help to make the most informed bets possible. See all of today's best bets by heading to BetQL.com or downloading the BetQL app and claim your free three-day trial today. Head to BetQL.com slash news slash 92.3 The Fan for exclusive sports book offers. All right, so when we talk about some of these nuggets today, I thought some of his philosophical stuff towards defense was really deep and really interesting about, you know, sometimes you can rip a guy up and down while he's in there in practice, but you do it because you love him and you want him to get better. And sometimes you, you do that. But at the end of the day, when you walk off the field, you put your arm around the guy and you let him know how much you really care about him. Um, I, I, that's always been a coaching philosophy that I've kind of adhered to that I've enjoyed watched played under um, and coach like that sometimes, because sometimes tough love isn't easy. And I think that's what the this defense needs. So give me some of your nuggets, my man. Yeah, well, you know, starting off with that, the the trust factor, right? And trust, yep. um, you know, quite frankly, I don't think that that's something that Joe Woods had. Um, the the players, I think, respected Joe Woods because of ex- his experience and the fact that he was the boss. He was the defensive coordinator, but I don't think they really trusted what Joe Woods was asking of them, and that led to all of the the breakdowns, whether it was in communication or physical mistakes, mental mistakes, you name it, the busted plays uh, that we saw plenty. I mean, my God, I keep going back uh, to that uh, game in Detroit against the Bills, end of the first half. Defense calls timeouts so they can get their you-know-what together and settle down, and what happens? They give up a wide-open touchdown where there isn't a defender within the, uh, the same area code. And that just, to me, summed up the, the problems with Joe Woods and that defensive unit. Um, yeah, I, I mean, you know, him talking about that, if you show the players that you can help them, that's going to really help. Uh, that's going to really prompt them to listen to you. And also you have to treat everybody the same way. Uh, when he made the comment that our, our best players will be held to the most accountable players and that you you talk to and coach everybody the same way you don't get on the undrafted rookie free agent but then give the perennial pro bowler a pass in a drill or a, a you know something at practice um and uh i think that that's important and so just from the the people skills standpoint which is something that i had been harping on for like the last month uh, of the regular season and then going into the off season, I, I just, I think that Schwartz really did a nice job of just laying out how he has learned throughout his career and his various stops that he doesn't need to make paint peel off the walls with a bunch of profanities, yelling and screaming at the players, even though he, he said, Hey, I look, I, I can get fiery if I need to, you know, I, I can get into a guy if I have to, but you know, I've learned that that's not always necessary to do something like that. So I think first and foremost, that is from the substantive portion of the press conference. 
That might be the most important. Then we get into how he feels about the linebackers, the fact that he's probably going to have a real good sit down with Miles Garrett and have a conversation with him about not only what's going to be expected uh, on the field, but what's going to be expected of him off the field and how Schwartz can make him better. And this is a player that's had 32 sacks in two years, you know, 16 sack seasons in back-to-back years, historic numbers that Garrett has put up. But I think Schwartz is going to make those sacks be more productive too. So uh, people skills right at the top of my list as far as the substantive takeaways. He did tell a bunch of stories throughout the uh, throughout the uh, press conference, but in uh, what other insights do you think you picked up from him today about the the way things will will work and how we can? You know, it, he did talk about. Um, I'm trying to remember how he put this. Talking about Miles Garrett in particular, and you know, you talked about the expectations, but he also talked about making everybody better around Miles, and that the expectations for him need to be I, I did you get the feeling they need to be elevated for him is that what you're trying to yeah. is that well, what he was trying to say yeah. I, I yeah. think what he's you know is he even mentioned look every offense is going to key on miles garrett and their goal is to shut him down and he basically I'm, I'm summarizing here uh you know he's he just said look you know while everyone's going to try and neutralize miles how do we keep and and how to stop him from wrecking the game it's my job as the defensive coordinator to give them miles and the defense answers and to scheme things up to allow him to still be productive even when the offense is focused on stopping Garrett and and I th- and again that just goes to um you know finding ways to connect the guys and get them to buy in to what he's going to be asking them to do and you know part of that conversation I think he's going to have with Garrett is hey you know what you might not still get 16 sacks a season. You might get 14 or 15, but the overall defense is going to be vastly improved and we're going to win more football games. Um, the other thing too, and it relates to Garrett because obviously Garrett's up front is that, you know, he's not a blitz crazy defensive coordinator. Fans often get excited about defensive coordinators that empty the clip when it comes to blitzing. Uh, Greg Williams, right? I mean, Greg Greg Williams would just blitz out of his mind. Fans loved it. But that, you know, I thought when he said you don't have to blitz to get pressure on the quarterback, you can still blitz on, you know, situationally or personnel alignment, stuff like that. But you shouldn't be forced to blitz just to get the pressure on the quarterback. I thought that that was pretty revealing. So, um, and also important because this is a passing league and what happens you need guys in the secondary right you need some volume in that secondary uh you you uh you can't sell out on the blitz and defend the run very well and and things so it, it just it all play it's all complementary defense you know what i'm saying and 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 i think that that's what schwartz was trying to express on wednesday Daryl, obviously there there was personality in this press conference. Oh yeah, and, I mean you, we it, that it was uh, I was fascinated by the press conference today. I'll be honest with you because I, I know you said it was story time, but it was also a time to kind of listen. And 
you know, I, I've heard a lot of press conferences in there. Like I, I, the guy that won the press conference, the biggest press conference of all, I think was Jimmy Haslam when he took over the team. Like I hadn't felt that kind of enthusiasm for the organization in a long time. <clears throat> and then we saw that he won the press conference and lost games after that. So, I mean, you got to live up to what you're saying. And, and I understood where he was going in his initial press conference, but you know, I, I it's hard to like, I want to be really, really excited about what we heard today, but it's words until you, until it's action. Right. Uh, yeah. Uh, the Browns are 54, one Oh six and one under the Haslam ownership group with one playoff appearance and one playoff victory. And I've lost count of the head coaches, GMs, team presidents, and quarterbacks since they have taken over. If you but, go back, though, would you say he won his press conference? Yeah. When Jimmy took over, I think he won his. Oh, press he was he was he was the the night uh, on the you on know the on the on the horse uh, riding into town to to save the day. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, and that's why I said at the top, I think that if if Jim Schwartz is able to come in here and put into effect everything that he spoke about, they're in great hands, and they're going to have tremendous success. And his track record shows that there's a lot of substance behind what he says. And um, the, you know, this is not a situation where he had success at one stop and that's it. Like He has had tangible success and marked improvement on the defensive side of the ball every place he's gone in the National Football League. And so the expectations for him here in Cleveland now are high. Granted, the bar is low considering what he's taken over. But, um, you know, he does have some pieces and parts here to work with. And... Um, Let's talk about that when we come back, Daryl. Let's do yeah, that. I mean, there's, there's, but the, the pressure is going to be on him to deliver because Kevin Stefanski is not going to micromanage the defense. Like this is going to be Jim Schwartz's show on that side of the football. So I, I do feel like there's tangible reason for Browns fans to feel optimistic about this hire and not feel like they can just sit there and roll their eyes and say, oh yeah, they want a press conference, but what are they going to win in the fall? Because I really do think that, Schwartz is going to help them win some games in the fall. All right. The Schwartz is with us. That should be the theme of today's show. It is definitely with us, right, Daryl? Yes, I know you'll say yes. Never All right, let's come back. Underestimate the power of the Schwartz. This is true. And now we have twice the power of the Schwartz on this team. And I Maybe. and you know what? I don't want to hear about your Schwartz being bigger than mine. Uh, we're not talking about Schwartz's here anymore. I'm done. Done. When we come back, we'll get uh, dive a little bit deeper into today's press conference, a couple more nuggets from the press conference, and We'll talk about the impact of the shorts. It's always good.